Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. So you're thinking of investing in a warehouse property or an industrial property. In fact, this is the, the trend at the moment. It's the fad. It's what most people want to invest in. It's what most people think is secure when they're looking at a commercial property. The first thought they have is that perhaps I should invest in industrial warehouses. And what that has done is created a boom in the last two years, especially where warehouse prices at, is at record low returns, but at record high prices. But don't forget, 10 years ago, People didn't want warehouses because every second warehouse, even in Sydney and Melbourne, was vacant. So trends come and go, right? And this is where it's important to know what is the value of your warehouse property without a tenant in it. Because warehouse properties, unlike a retail or an office space, doesn't hold as much value once you lose the tenant. The the most important thing of a warehouse property is the tenant and what you can do with that property to get a like tenant in the future should this tenant leave and what kind of capital costs will you be up for depending on the type of property and warehouses you buy is really important to consider. So there's many facets in how to value your warehouse property and this is what this podcast is about. It's about taking you through that journey and making sure that you're totally aware of what you're purchasing when you're looking at investing in a warehouse property. So join me in this podcast and let me walk you through how I assess a warehouse property, what is the correct way to value it, and what you should be looking for when you're investing in warehouse properties. Or maybe warehouse properties, industrial property isn't for you and you should be looking at a different class of properties. And today I'm going to talk to you about warehouse properties and vetting out warehouse tenants and value in warehouse properties. Now, We've got lots of warehouse properties that are selling for ridiculous yields. I'm talking, you know, 3% in Sydney and Melbourne. We're talking 5% in Brisbane. And we're, we're talking 5.5, maybe 5.25 in Sunshine Coast. And we're seeing that shrink. You know, we're getting 6%, maybe a little bit more in Perth. But that's really a big mining town. And, of course, even in regional areas like your Gladstones, like like areas like your um, your Townsville, you're getting somewhere 6.5% to 7.5%. Now, that has shrinked a lot from back 10 years ago. Back 10 years ago, warehouses was not something that people wanted to buy. It was definitely the property that people did not want to buy because every second warehouse was empty. Now, you know, 10 years later, people don't realize they have forgotten about it. Investors totally have forgotten about that. Everyone wants to buy warehouses. And now back in the day, 10 years ago, you could get 8 9% in Sydney. Today is 3%, right? So that same warehouse has tripled in price and some more. And then you've got, um, you know, you've got some other properties up in the, on the Sunshine Coast who only two years ago were doing like 7, 7.5%. Today they're about 55 or even less. And they're anticipating it's going to shrink to 4%. Now, is that really sustainable in investing in warehouse properties? Now, I want to share with you what you would be looking for in a warehouse property, but mostly how you value a warehouse property because it's really important because, you know, are we paying crazy returns? Is it worth us paying crazy returns? And that's why I thought that maybe I should do this video because there's such a craziness market to buy a warehouse, right? So firstly, what exactly is a warehouse property? Warehouse is an industrial property, so it's counted as industrial, so it's pretty much land, 
you've got a warehouse or a shed on it and that's pretty much it it's bare shell internally it's pretty basic you might get a little office or entrance for a an office space then you'll get you may have a mezzanine floor that's already been built or you need to build it and it's got either you know um it's a reasonable height where you can get a truck into it or it might be really quite tall like six meters for those freight trucks right and then you've got two different types. You've got your what I call a business industrial, which is somewhere around 200 square meters to 400 square meters. Then you've got your large format industrial, which is going to be more your, you know, your anywhere from six to 800 to over a thousand square meters, and it's usually freestanding on three thousand, two or three thousand square meters of land. Whereas your smaller warehouse is going to be in a strata lot with maybe potentially six or eight or ten of these um, little warehouses and you're going to find that most people are going to be doing business to business rather than business to consumer of course you can also have your karate schools training colleges uh, ballet schools um, associations in there as well so warehouses are very very versatile and access most of the time it's in an industrial hub and it gives you access to lots of different freeways and artillery roads and, and major roads so it's really really great and that's why most people, especially during the pandemic, have moved their business from cinema to retail into warehouse because they can still do online businesses and still distribute out of warehouses. And then we're also seeing this other trend, which is, you know, your office space tenant, which is like your accountants or lawyers. And now they've gone into industrial chic, which means that they're occupying an office space or traditionally an office space or a warehouse space. And what they're doing is they're fitting it out to make you know several offices in there you know a little bit of a raised floor and a sort of a meeting area a bit of an open plan so it's got that chic modern look to it but they're again in more of a warehouse space or an open space right so this is why now all of a sudden there's very little vacancies in warehouses but does that mean you should be paying anywhere from two to four percent or five percent for a warehouse property should you this is where things get interesting. Now, where you have a office or retail space, it's easy to value that because you've got next door's rent, you've got the type of tenant, you've got the versatility in the area. And so it, it's good to do, you know, likes, right? And then you've got office spaces and you know everyone in the in the, in the building has been sold at $10,000 a square meter or $6,000 a square meter and they're all getting rents of $500 or $700 a square meter. So those things are easy to value. Like the, the intrinsic value, whether you have a tenant or you don't have a tenant, is there. Now, warehouse properties are different. It is probably the property that will drop the most value if you don't have a tenant in there and you don't spend time to refurbish it to get a new tenant in there. So let's just say that you have a warehouse property and you have a logistics tenant like an Amazon or a pet barn or toll, something like that that is quite you know large. Now obviously that's all of a sudden worth a lot of money. Like it's quadrupled in value from just a plain warehouse because you've got logistics in there and they probably have their hoist in there, they probably have their equipment in there, they probably have assembly lines in there and they probably have some automation in there and they get trucks coming in and out in and out in and out um you know recently we saw this massive fertilizer warehouse where you know it is literally eight thousand square meters right so you know you've got those where the tenant is the value of, of of it and look it is probably those who are very specific to the value because those tenants are seeking those locations and those areas and once one tenant leaves you can put another tenant in there right so that retains the value but one of the things to bear in mind is that the value of a warehouse property as a bare shell 
does not bear the same value as you would any other type and class of commercial property. The reason for it is, is there's nothing you can improve in it. You can build a mezzanine floor. It's not most of the time worth painting because it's concrete floor, roller doors, and pretty functional and basic. You can do an office and do that up quite nicely with sort of glass windows, glass fronts, sliding doors, um, you know, painted, you can put um, aircon in there. That can be done really nicely. But really, there's not much else. You can obviously, you know, get mezzanine approved, make sure it's weight bearing. But apart from that, it's very functional, right? You have to make sure it's functional for other businesses for it to retain its value. By itself, intrinsic value, it is probably the most that is likely to drop in value the most from having a tenant to not having a tenant. So this is where most investors get it wrong because all they see is the now value and not the future value or what could happen if there is a dip, right? And this is why I'm making a YouTube video about it. So, uh, and to, to share with you that this is very important. So to start with, now, whatever tenant you have is the tenant that's going to give you cash flow. So that's fine. Now, you've got to look at what, how and what you can do with the property. So you've got to vet the warehouse to say, does it have a turning bay? Does it have parking? Does it have, can I put, is it secluded enough or is it trapped between two tenants where it's going to be harder for me to find a tenant? Is it going to be um, something that I can uh, change this tenant that is, let's say, you know, they're a crushing business of, of some materials and they do testings uh, of, of soils and can I change that to, you know, maybe a martial arts tenant or maybe a tenant that has equipment there and they ship it there ship it out so you're going to look at things you know access ways um am i is this blocking anywhere parking roller doors uh is it easy to find the location and then of course am i going to be outbuilt right because when there's lots of green fields people are not going to build your commercial buildings like retail and office space, they're going to whack up warehouses because it's easy, simple, and relatively cheap. And, of course, they've got the demand there. So you've got to make sure that whatever you're buying, you're not paying the top dollar because of because the next step is that you are not – the next step is you are not – going to want to compete with other people who are new warehouses who want you know who want a certain price point for the new warehouses and the new build you don't want to compete with them if you should you retain it so when you do buy warehouse properties these are the things we look at improvements that you can make to the warehouse to make it and keep and retain its value so you got to think about that and you got to think about that outside the box and the kind of tenant location in terms of logistics, is it close to an airport? Is it close to a freeway? Is it close to a major transport hub? Is it close to other anchor tenants? Uh, is it close to a necessity or a depot that a tenant is, needs to be there for? Right. So that's number two. Number three, what can you do to add value to the actual property if the tenant comes out? Mezzanine floors, can you change it to where it becomes, you know, different other type of tenant that's not necessarily a traditional warehouse tenant? Uh, also, uh, whether you can, whether it's just a tilt, whether it's a tilt slab, where it's just, you know, concrete tilt slabs, where it's just, you know, um, where it's simple and easily constructed, or is it like a metal one where, you know, you might need to, you could, you know, refurbish it internally or cut it up. Is it better to be able to cut it up into smaller ones or maybe, you know, fit it out internally for self-storage, right? So there, there's some consideration. And then, of course, 
parking and whether you're in the way of other tenants and other neighbors as well because those are the things that are that are important when you come to retenant because let's say you put a mechanic in there they're going to be going well i'm going to have cars in and out and if that's going to piss someone else off uh then i'm going to have a fight with someone else who you know might also need the parking space so you've got to think about those things as well so it's all about when you vet the property you vet the property different from the tenant to say is it going to hold its value in the future and what is it to the best of my guesstimate because we don't have a crystal ball in the next five ten years is it going to hold its value and that's what i think about when i put a client into a warehouse property is it going to hold its value is the current tenant going to be there and what can i do to improve the value or how can i do to cut up the property into multiple smaller or different properties into the future should this tenant leave as well so because warehouse properties, when you vet them, obviously you vet the tenant, just the, the traditional way of all the ways you vet a tenant in during your due diligence. And if you want to find out, go and check out my other videos on due diligence. But also the value of the warehouse property needs to hold its own more than anything else. And most people forget that when they're investing in warehouse properties, right? So hopefully this video has been helpful and have made you think about warehouses a little bit different. If you want someone to help you out, in your commercial property journey especially now in this market where everything is just getting pivoted and turning on its head with all the interest rates going on and the yields not changing reach out to us helentarrant.com drop us a message and let's get on call and let me help you build your commercial property portfolio build it together bye for now You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.